So it's not even us. <laughs> That's everybody. <sighs> Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you won't like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Three dudes and two Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll. Trying to keep up. Turn up the AC. Stay cheating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour. There's, there's one dude that lives upstairs. <laughs> He's all right. But then there's this real cute girl that lives upstairs. With him? Nah. She's, she's, all, she's, she's all, all right. She's all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. Um, come see us in Irvine on... Oh, no. That's going to be over. Never mind. You missed it. It was awesome. We oh. killed. Everyone took their titties <laughs> out. Uh, Eric Allen Wendell shot off flare guns. You missed it. You should have come out. <laughs> Um, come see me at Nut Street Comedy Club in Wilmington, North Carolina on March 19th. I got a fucking door deal. I need you people there. I need you people there. Full Charge is quitting his job and he needs to make money. Come out and buy a CD, buy a uh, fucking t-shirt. Uh, donate. I'm doing an experiment. Three podcasts a week. I want to see if it can make me some money. Do you want three podcasts a week? Do you want to go back to one? It's up to you. I ain't going to get on your balls about it. But, uh, you know, you could, make, you, could, you could make me do three podcasts a week if you want to contribute. Buy my CD. This is the part of the job I hate. Rate and review us on iTunes. I, just, I hadn't looked at it for a while. Mm-hmm. We finally got a one-star review, oh. which, which, is a good, which is a good sign because that means like people are still out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... What was their comment? There was no comment. It was just like, me. I hate one. you. No, it was nothing. It was just like, one star. <laughs> one star. But that's a good sign because like, when I was like just doing comedy around L.A., everyone uh-huh. was like, man, you're great. Then as soon as I got on TV or Last Comic Standing, it was like, you suck. Oh. <laughs> so that just means you're blowing up. There you go. We're in good shape. Good things also, are happening. We're uh, a part of uh, a network called All Things Comedy, and uh, these guys, Chris Mancini and Graham Elwood, are doing a, a documentary about podcasting. Mm, yeah, Buds. I saw the commercial. Yeah. And um, they have a Kickstarter. So go to allthingscomedy.com uh, or my Twitter page. I tweeted about it. And go to their Kickstarter and, and uh, donate some money. It's a pretty cool documentary from what mm-hmm. I can tell. It's about it how, good. like... This is like the most direct way anyone's ever been in touch with their fans. Right. Which, that's true. I mean, I'm asking people to send me money direct. Right. <laughs> the podcast. They'll buy they a listen computer. To it and they just pay me what it's worth, which is probably nothing. <laughs> but whatever. This is like, we're skipping the middleman like crazy, and it's pretty cool. Oh, for sure. Um, we got Craig Coleman here. Hey, I'm in the house. In the Full Charge Studios. Yeah, that's right. The Out new Los studios. Fields. Wendell was here yesterday. Oh, he came by the pad. <laughs> he came over to do like, uh, first of all, I thought the Oscars were on Sunday. Oh, have they they're happened like, yet? They're like in March or something. Right. So I, I, for some reason, I thought I went Super Bowl, Oscars. Sounds right. 
But apparently, so I got Wendell over, and it was just like when we had him over for, um, we thought we were going to get like the verdict on his hearing from United, uh-huh. and we got him in the studio as I press record, and he's like, oh yeah, there's no verdict, I don't, I don't know. It was the I same thing, I was like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, Oscars aren't until, you know, March. So, so he so had we, no opinion on so them. We, no, well, he had tons of opinions. We started going through like all the movies, mm-hmm. and um, he hadn't seen like any of them. He hadn't seen like he's only seen like three. I'd seen American Hustle. Yeah, I well, think is it all he could talk about is American Hustle. He hasn't fucking seen it, which is awesome. It's like his Oscar pick. <laughs> you know what? When I heard that they got picked, I was all, "There you go." I was like, "Because it's an awesome movie. It's got to win." All he said was, "Well, the uh, Golden Globes picked it, so it's going to win." Like he's just like going by what the Golden oh, Globes say, which yeah. I think is like kind of the key. a legitimate way to do it, right? Right. But it's like we, we hardly an expert. But whatever. Luckily, I'd seen like most of the movies. Um, I was talking to my casting director friend. I just ran into her at Tomato Pie Pizza. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, come over. I'm going to get you a commercial agent. All this stuff. Uh-huh. And, y- you know, you want to believe. But at this point, like, like maybe, I don't know, earlier the last year, I made a decision. I'm like, this girl always says she's going to help me out. She never does. Right. I came to the conclusion that she likes hanging out with people who aren't 100% successful because <laughs> yeah. it puts her in need uh-huh. and it puts her like in a higher position. I can help you. And it's just like Lucy holding the football. Right. <laughs> and I go and try to kick it every, every fucking time. time. I go over to her house. We're going to talk about like like the plan. She okay. starts talking about like my acting career, my mm-hmm. writing career, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. She's drinking. Full charge isn't drinking because mm-hmm. it's like six in the afternoon, and I'm about to hang out with my girlfriend at like one in the morning because she's working until one in the morning. Oh, okay. And I also worked at goddamn AT and T building at six a.m. And the day before, I worked at the Herald. So you know how that shit goes. Yeah, you're fucking you're running exhausted. on no sleep. Yeah, absolutely. So I go over there. I'm not drinking. She is. And she just starts talking about like her divorce. Oh, shit. <laughs> and she's just got me there for hours. And it gets to the point where you don't feel like you can leave. Yeah. Because once people start like spilling their guts Fuck and yeah. crying and oh, stuff. Were they, oh, was it, it was an emotional. Was, it was crazy emotion. Oh, God. And there were secrets oh, and the whole oh, thing. And I'm just like. Ugly. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, that's hard to get out of. Get fucking out of here. And then the worst part is, since I did all that, I'm still going to try to like send her my headshots and blah, blah, blah. Because I figured I just paid for it. Abs- dude. But then it's just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep going like this. You're an emotional tampon ride? Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. How do you get out of that shit? Were there kids involved? Yeah, there's kids. Oh, yeah. yeah that's real emotional and ugly. The kids were crying. I don't they know. want their dad. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what kind of agent are we talking about? Uh... You think you can see me more theatrically? Because I really think I could be a movie star. <laughs> we were together for 21 years. You sound just like my ex-husband. <laughs> he always put his needs before mine. That's a fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad that's over. Um, you, we want to catch up with you. Some people were hitting us up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They're saying, you're getting a reputation as the king of the story. Oh, dude. <laughs> 
And we haven't concentrated on this in a while. Uh, so, like, what's going on? You wrote down some podcast questions, too? Yeah, yeah. I did All write right. down some podcast cool. questions. I got, some, I got some stories. Here's a quick overheard on the uh, walkie-talkie uh, okay. down at Union Station. Uh, this is Station 7 to Captain. Go ahead. Um, there's a nine-to-fiver swimming in the fountain. <laughs> Over. Let me just stop. We have new <laughs> listeners. Nine to f- Craig works at Union Station and other places in downtown Los Angeles and in Englewood. And nine to fiver is a code word, a polite word, a <laughs> yes. PC word for a homeless person. Homeless and crazy. Uh, so the captain with their clothes on. <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> and then you literally heard the captain <sighs> copy that. What kind of captain is he? Is he a police officer? Or no, what? no, they're just security officers. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the head dude, they'll just call him captain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And he's, he's cool as shit. He's cool. He's old black guy. And it's just all day is like, <sighs> all right, <laughs> just constantly moving and putting out a fire. There's like somebody laying down in the middle of the tunnel. Yeah. Just always some shit. Just dealing with insane people. Absolutely. Constantly. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Every time I was there, that's exactly how I feel. It's just like every five seconds, somebody's like just fucking with me. We don't have homeless people at the Herald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just have people that are just trying to get away with shit. Yes. Yeah. Like lighting sets on fire. Or <laughs> right. Fucking. Right. The other day they were like doing a stunt. Oh. They were like moving walls around and doing a, and then they were doing a stunt on top of that. Oh. oh. And Brian's like, they're doing a stunt there. You got to watch this. And then people moving walls around. And I was just like, I, I, was, oh. I was like, is this is a problem. Why? That's number one. Yes. And also, like, what the set. fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, how do you I stop, don't know what it looks like. How do you stop people from yeah, moving walls? It's because Eric is working there now mm-hmm. as a site rep. Right. And he is like. He hates it? No, he's like gung-ho. Oh. By the, by the book. Oh. So, like, even he's like, he's tripping me up. Everybody's like. Outdoing you, or everyone's outdoing the shit out of me. Fuck. It's my first day back. I was on the road. I was living <laughs> right. the Things dream. Things are different. Things I was are living different. The dream for like a month. <laughs> then I came back. I'm not ready to step up. To I that am game not ready either, to dude. do this, and I'm not. I'm not. I can't go back, dude. Fuck. I can't go back. Well, my I'm still in it to win it. So <laughs> I know. Jesus. I know. It's my goddamn rent. Yeah, no, I know. I could really use it this month, actually, but I just, I, I can't, I don't know if I can do it. I hear you. Excuse, I got to move the mic. All yeah, right. of course. So let's see. Uh, Joe Surrett, the third, asked, What other podcasts do you listen to and what are your faves? This was, uh, he hit me up on Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I drive a lot. Yeah. Sit around the house a lot. Right. So I listen to uh, some conspiracy ones. What are those? Like uh, there's UFO conspiracies, ancient aliens. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. The three I listen to most are one's called Veritas, Red Ice Creations. That one's a shit. Some dude from Sweden. Uh, and then The Unexplained. Uh, I listen to Dana Gouldauer. Yeah. That's- well, hold on. This, this UFO thing I love. It's like so much fun. Oh, yeah. But it's so weird when guys get on there and they'll be like, well, since you can't prove... That there never have been aliens here, then aliens have definitely been here. 
It's usually like the attitude. Yeah. It's like there's yeah, that's no, a weak it's argument. So, it's so much fun. Yeah, I mean, you need proof. You can't be like, oh, you don't have proof that they haven't been here. Right. <laughs> so that's proof that they have been yeah. here. Yeah. I can't prove that JFK wasn't in this apartment that we're in right now. That which doesn't mean he, he wasn't. He was. Right. <laughs> so it is fun, but they just hate when people are like, it happened. Everyone that doesn't see it is yeah. fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Because I, no, that's the thing. Like no one has seen. Well, people say they've seen an alien. Most people haven't fucking seen it. No, alien. most people have just seen the crafts of some kind. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, and things. And there's that, great that videos explained. out there. Like Wendell's one of those people that's just like Macho Pico or whatever that's called. He's like, it uh, definitely happened. There's definitely aliens. Right. <laughs> it fucking happened. I definitely believe in it. I do. I do. I absolutely do. I think it's fun to believe in it. I like to believe in it. Oh, yeah, dude. I like to believe the unicorns are real at one point Yeah. also. So, you know. I don't think anyone believes that, though, right? No. There's no fucking way unicorns (laughs) were ever real. (laughs) It's pretty unimaginative, too. It's just like, okay, you know a horse? Yeah, yeah, but it's got a a horn on it. Next. It's a magical horn, though. (laughs) Somebody throws in, it's magical. It's like being like, yeah, it's like um, an elecant. It's an it's elephant an, it, with a fucking log growing out of its spine. <laughs> Next, what other animals what are else? we making What else up? we got? You know, giraffes? <laughs> eh, eh, whatever. It's a jerobi, and it's got <laughs> two heads. It's a jerobi. It's a jerobi. It was around a long time ago. You weren't here, kid. So, so, what else? so what's Greg Proops? What's his podcast like? Uh, his is my favorite of all time. Is he on All Things Comedy? Yeah, then we can I think get, I think he is. Well, we can get credit for promoting him. I then. think he is. I know he was there at the meeting. He is, his is called the smartest man in the world, and he is. He's fucking super yeah. super smart. Yeah, and he'll just go for like an hour and a half, funny as fuck. Shits yeah. on his audience. Yeah, and, he, and his favorite. <laughs> How thing, does he shit on his audience? Do they contact him? Oh, like he'll literally he'll he'll say something like that people love. Right. Like he'll be like, oh, Board of the Rings, and you'll hear the crowd go, oh, and he goes, oh. <laughs> Oh, I know. I told you I was going to shit on something you cared about. <laughs> and He's, there's people that like lose their minds over Lord of the Rings. Oh, dude. I mean, I'll, and Robert Plant is one of them. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I first heard and saw the first photos of the first Lord of the Rings, yeah. the ones they were putting out, I I lost my shit. You, you were excited. Dude, I'm a fucking nerd for right, all right, right, that right, right, stuff. Right. I saw those photos and I was just like, "Oh my god, <gasps> it's happening!" It's happening. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to watch that shitty Hobbit cartoon anymore. Do you yeah. remember there was like a Hobbit cartoon, dude? That, I own like, it on Blu-ray. It was like. That's all they had at my it library. Was, it was, it, yeah, it that's was all, bad. That's all the only print they had at my library. Yeah. So every summer, like our camp or whatever, would go to the library and they'd and play the play Hobbit. It's like, we've fucking seen this. <laughs> yes. It was only better again when I like got it on Blu-ray, yeah. smoked a joint, and I'm all, oh, right. yeah, you know what? This is pretty good. Yeah. My, but it's not. My ex-girl was like way into it. Um <laughs> I know this. I, I do know this, and this is going to like, we're going to lose half the listeners on this. <laughs> I when it first came out, I was like twenty five or something, twenty six, mm-hmm. and I smoked weed with my my girlfriend back then, and we went to the Vista Theater. Sure, and it was just like packed, oh. and I was super stoned. Yeah, and I don't smoke weed that much, and I was kind of yeah. That's not a good like, experience. <laughs> we walked out. 
Like it's one of the only movies I've ever walked out on. So I love saying to people like, yeah, I, I, that's the only movie I ever walked out of. They're like, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. you. Fuck you walking out of that. Fuck you. Suck my cock. That's hilarious. People but the truth is, it. the truth is, I was like crazy, like uh, claustrophobic. It's, I wanted some popcorn so bad, but the lines were like out oh, of control. Yeah. The weed will do that too. And All fucking people on top of you. Here's what you also don't realize. The first half hour of the first Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. is really fucking hokey. Yeah. They're just like walking around the Shire like, oh, Bilbo. Oh, yeah. Inside joke. If you haven't read the book, you won't get this. Look, here's some fireworks. Oh, we're right. hobbits and we have English accents. You're right. Oh, it's like, what the fuck is this, man? And you know, like when you're stoned, things take like five Even hours longer, longer yeah. than they are actually yeah. Marijuana time warp. Yeah. It's like. She, my, my girlfriend said at first She was just like We gotta get out of here I was like Yeah we gotta yeah, We gotta, gotta fuck go. out And it was like The best feeling To just walk outside Fresh Into like air. The empty sidewalk Oh I bet <sighs> That marijuana Coursing through your brain <laughs> Yeah Then I uh, So I'm like Shitting on it And then I I've, I've said that to people Like the, And I've said to this one girl Like that was Friends of Radio Randos mm-hmm. Friends of his wife Oh And I said it right off the bat She was like Are you out of your mind? Wow. Like, I, I was. Yeah, kind of at, at the, the time, time I was, yeah. and I had, that's why I had to leave. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. So, what else? What other podcasts are going on? Uh, let's Bill Burr. Bill Burr. That's uh, one of the only podcasts I listen to. I usually don't like listening to podcasts. Uh-huh. Bill Burr? Dude. There's nobody better at stand up or podcasting than Bill Burr. I'm going to totally agree that with that. That fucker just gets hooked up yep. to the momentum and goes. just goes. Goes. It's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant and it's fucking hilarious it, every damn time. He'll riff a bit. It would take me a year to write and then just go, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. Don't listen to me. Yeah, exactly. I heard it in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I don't, I'm not into sports, but I can listen to him talk about sports. Yeah, because he's got so much attitude yeah. and confidence. I yeah. listened to him one time just list off how many times each team in the NFL has won a Super Bowl. Right. And it was fucking completely entertaining. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's like Patriots <laughs> fucking twice. Right. Fucking assholes. I know it's my team, but you're fucking acting like you won a million. Exactly. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, zero. Fucking zero. You Forget cunts. it. He's just telling every team that's never had. A, yeah. Never been to the Super Bowl to just quit. never happen. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll shit on your city, and then he'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there in two weeks. Come on out. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Look, I'm sorry, guys. And then the only other thing I listen to is uh, Adam Carolla. He's got the fucking gift. Like, yeah. he's got the gift. What's funny is, like, everyone comes up to us, me at a show, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, yeah, you know, uh, Jay Larson and Ryan, are, they'll ask me questions about them, or they'll tell me something, like when they quit the, um, the Jay Moore thing. Right. I was like, oh, really? They did? They quit Jay Moore? And the guy's like, yeah, you don't know that? They're your friends. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we don't talk about this shit. Yeah. And none of us listen to each other's podcasts. No. That's the funny part. We just call each other up if we want to know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I listen to all these people because I don't know them. Exactly. <laughs> They're exactly. not friends of mine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anything else? Because I think that's it for me. I listen to Corolla. I listen to... Bill Burr. Let me see what else. No, I listened to some, but I've I've kind of I cut way back. I listened to one about uh, murder books. Yeah, like, uh, authors of uh, true crime. Yeah, yeah. 
But that gets gory after a while, serial killer shit. But they had some good interviews with uh, dudes who did mob stuff, mob books. It's so weird when you, I mean, we just keep track of the, um, the comedy podcasts. Mm-hmm. But when you go for like a full search of all the podcasts. Oh, dude. Yeah. There's like 8 billion. Yeah, there's a couple news ones I listen to, too. Jimmy Dore Show, that one's pretty good. If you're into fucking liberal news, fuck yeah, Jimmy Dore's awesome. Jimmy, yeah, his, so his show's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know I listen to another podcast, but I can't even get my shit up. All right, oh, walk in the room with Greg Barrett and Dave Anthony. Is that good? They yeah. fight a lot, right? Oh yeah. Well, it's just Dave Anthony the way he is. It's fucking hilarious. He'll just tell him, he'd be like, "You're a bucket of human <laughs> shit." <laughs> Filled with dead hands. He just has this bizarre stuff. But Greg Barrett, like, just fucking didn't even hear him. Just keeps going on his thing about talking about Twizzlers and different flavors of Twizzlers or whatever. Greg Barrett. Greg Barrett had a weird fucking thing happen, which is, I think he was on Sex in the City one time. Or wrote an episode yeah, of Sex in the I City. I think he also was like the I think he clothing the consultant he, or something. Was he really? That too. Somehow his phrase got on the show. Maybe he's just not that into yeah. you. Which turned into a book. He, he wrote, wrote a book. A which turned movie. into a movie, and then he became that guy. Well, no, he also became a talk show host of yeah, like a Donahue style. And that and Dave Anthony was his uh, producer think, or something. Yeah, he became like his co-host or something. So the one time because I used to work with Barrett. Way back when, like he's, I'd, he's I'd hilarious. Up, I'd end up emceeing for him or whatever uh-huh. in Irvine. And um, I turn on the TV one day, and <laughs> Greg Barrett's sitting there, like all dressed up. Right. He dresses like really rock and roll. On yeah. The, on the um, yeah, he's like scoff. on stage, and he's sitting there in a suit, and he's trying to talk, and he just starts crying. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Like what the fuck? Is I didn't know that. And the audience is like, oh, and I'm like, what the fuck? What's this, going on? This really took a turn. Did he have a like, breakdown on? He was trying to give advice or something. Uh-huh. I didn't catch it because, A, I didn't see the setup. I just saw him try to talk and then start crying. See, dude, that's and why. And yeah. I got so uncomfortable that I just turned it. I'm like, I can't take this. Yeah. Because I knew the guy and it's, uh, you know. See, I couldn't do a talk show like that because, yeah, if somebody said something emotional, I actually have a heart. And I'd be just like him, like, Jesus, Cindy, you, you know, just can we hug this out? Kirk Fox is doing a show like that now. Do you know him? That He's familiar. a comedian at, the, at, like, the comedy store. And I was talking to him about it. I'm like, it's great, right? He's like, yeah, I don't know. He's like, he's, he's not into doing the show. And then he's also like, yeah, I'm like, well, at least you know it's good for your stand-up career. He's like, nah. He's like, the type of people that watch that show, they aren't like, into it my doesn't stuff. really translate to. They don't really even think about it or put two and two together <laughs> that they would look me up on the internet or anything like right, that. Right. And if they did, they would be like, I can't believe we like him. It's basically the unemployed, mm-hmm. and they're not out to like spend money to go see somebody. Right. Oh. Hey, well, if he's getting paid to do the show. That's what I wanted to tell him, but I just let him complain. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> just like, keep going with it, man. Keep going with it. Just. Um, <laughs> he did something funny one time. He was like, because uh, he went out with that girl also that I showed you the. Um, oh, okay. He was like, hey, uh, we got something in common. 
That's how he figured that out. That's hilarious. Did she tell him? I was like, what? Yeah, you know how girls are. Uh huh. Good point. Spouting off their ex boyfriends. Yeah, they, my my yeah. girlfriend. The current can't help but like complain to me about her ex boyfriend. I'm like, it's over. What? <laughs> it's over. Seriously, you don't, you don't have to complain about. I'm it. new boyfriend. Start, but I'm actually, I'm honestly, it's so great because I just go, oh, what a dick. Yeah. What an asshole. <laughs> right. What a prick. Good thing you got me. I'm the best. Uh, Somebody Swavery, Swavery 2003. That's his name? It's at Swavery 2003. (laughs) The question, there's no Twitter in 2003. So I guess there was like 2002 other Swaveries. (laughs) (laughs) What's a good handle? Good handle. (laughs) He sent us a... um, uh, a news story that a car crashed into a South Boston Rite Aid, <laughs> and he wrote, <laughs> "He wrote, damn, EAW must really have wanted his beer." <laughs> it's a good one. But then the link it just doesn't really show. All right, Let's see what other questions we have. <laughs> Can you please have EAW review Brokeback Mountain? Did he before? Uh, no, I don't think he did. That movie's like... That's so old. 10 years old. And it's like... I've seen it. It's been on cable lately. It's not that crazy. It's I just like two years that like, we were camping. I, yeah, it just sounds like a love story. What's weird is from the... from the, They kept calling them cowboys and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought it took place in like 1850 or something. Right. It takes place in like... It's modern. It's somewhat modern. There's right? like automobiles and shit in it. Right. <laughs> You're like, is this the 70s or just Colorado? Yeah, I don't think we're going to have him review that. Although, I mean, fuck. I get why they want him to. Oh, it fucking grossed me out. Yeah, I mean, do they, do they make out in that movie? They must, I think right? so, yeah. I never saw it just because I was like, oh, a love story? Fuck, I don't want to see a love story. Two dudes, two girls. Two dudes whatever. trying to get along. Their wives yeah. are so fucking hot in that, too. Out you in got the Mich- wilderness. Michelle Williams and that, uh, that Disney chick that's yeah. really annoying. What's her name? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. I got a thing for her, but she's not that great. Yeah, well, we'll take it. You come in, you come in with T-Nuts? Who the fuck is T-Nuts? T-Nuts? Oh, that's Tom, Tom Segura. I might be coming to Raleigh with T-Nuts, Sean Carpenter. I forgot about that. That's a maybe. So hang in there. But either way, Tom Segura is one of the best people to see live. Yeah. So fucking don't worry about the full charge. I'll only be dragging that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Camilo Avalos at Tiny Hand Savalos. <laughs> Holy shit. What? So let's analyze this. First of all, it's a picture of an egg. Like he didn't take this time to put okay. the picture up. Has got a picture. And his name is Camilo Avalos. Oh, okay. It's Tiny Hands Avalos. Okay, never mind. Oh, now that yeah. Any current rappers that you guys think of the bee's knees? You spell rappers W R A P P E R S. My funny. mom can rap a Christmas present like you've never seen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know any rappers anymore. Current? Do you? Fuck I don't no. know fucking anybody after. I ain't keeping up. I don't know anybody after 2002. So in other words, as soon as MTV stopped playing videos, I'm that's out. when that's when everybody stopped listening to the same songs. Uh-huh. In other words, we used to get all our shit from the radio, the Dang record it. store, uh-huh. and MTV. Right. Now, once the internet started to get popular, 
Everyone just listens to whatever the fuck they like. Whatever, yeah. Nas so, is still, and, and I gotta, I gotta, still on my yeah, list. And I got to tell you, I hate most modern rap. It just sounds like, mm-hmm. like dudes just trying to make music that like robots will understand or something. Right. <laughs> like it's all the computer noises and shit. Yeah, dude. I, I've tried to get into some stuff. In, and in I'm one, like, on, one hand, on one hand, I love that they don't sample anymore. Mm-hmm. Because that's one thing I always hated about hip hop over sampling. But at the same time, that's what made hip hop great. It sounded like songs that were already good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, I already like this song. But now it's like it's like really weak. There's no like heavy beats or anything. Mm-hmm. Like Cypress Hill used to sound harder than like most rock bands are out now. Yeah, that's what no I doubt. also hate. Is that, um, have you ever, have you listened to like modern rock radio right now? No, it's all keyboards. And dance music, yeah, from like rock bands. I'll listen to one or two of those bands, and I'm good. Even they don't like, all have to sound like that. The Formidable Joy is a new band that I'm into. You like them? Yeah, I've been. They getting, have one great song, and their singer's cute and happy. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she's a happy chick. That's good. But I still, I have such a ton of old music to fucking listen to. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm always a good five, six years behind anyway. Like, I'm just getting into Block Party now. This like this like English band. Oh yeah, they're, and they're left over from like the rock and roll resurgence. <laughs> yes. like twelve years ago now. Yeah, exactly. I I always feel like that just happened. Like right. the Strokes and the White Stripes just came out. It's been right. twelve fucking years. It's been a it's long been twelve time. fucking years. I like the Black Keys. That would be a sure. new band I'm into. I like the XX when I like to mellow the fuck out. Off. If you like old school punk rock sound, band Off. It's the singer from the Circle Jerks. One of the first. Black Flag singers. Yeah. You know, and then it's a bunch of young guys. I saw this documentary on the Circle Jerks. Mm hmm. And it's really good, except that it's like way too inside. Mm. It's made just for punk rock fans because the singer right. gets on, he's like, I was in this band and I was in this band and right. I was in this band. They don't explain like who these fucking bands are. <laughs> yeah, and even yeah. though I'm hip to punk rock, I'm like, who is this shit? <laughs> what are you talking about? The most interesting thing about it is in the 80s. You don't realize it, but like tons of punk bands, like Jesus. started wear started wearing them like their hair long and look kind of like glam rock uh-huh. and like like TSOL did. Yeah, they changed their the look. Circle Jerks did. They had like long fucking mullets. Uh huh. And then uh, the Black Flag, Greg Jean grew his hair out. I think Rollins might have grown his hair out for a minute. Another crazy part is, at one point, he had. Uh, the Circle Jerks had Megadeth's rhythm section in it. They had Megadeth's oh, drummer shit. and Megadeth's bass player. Before they be- went on to become Megadeth? No, Megadeth the- was already up and running, and, and um, Circle Jerks snagged them. Because the thing about Megadeth and that's is... that's when Circle the, Jerks the drummer, the drummer and the um, bass player in Megadeth are always being rotated out. Or no, it's the drummer oh, and the guitar player. Yeah. The drummer and the guitar player. The the. The, the, not Dave Mustaine, not but Dave whoever Mustaine, the but other the guy always is. Are always being like shuffled in and out. Yeah. And they're always on like crazy drugs. And they're always like, we're done with drugs now. And then they're always on fucking drugs. <laughs> and then people are always leaving the band because of drugs. In the Slash biography, Slash says he was like in Megadeth for a couple months. Like, really? Not officially. But, just, but him and Dave Mustaine used to jam all the time. And he oh thought about, this when Guns N' Roses got their record deal. Right. And then just like hung out for two years. They weren't allowed to go on tour. They weren't allowed to play. And for some reason, the record never got done because mm-hmm. they couldn't find the right producer and they were all on drugs. So they were just kicking around town with a pocket full of money. With like a shitty fucking advance. Right. Like not a good advance, <laughs> right. but it was like a million dollars to them. Sure. And they were just like fucking around and doing, they were just doing heroin. 
mm-hmm. to all of them. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's and that's and another they one. Finally, like, made the best album ever. <laughs> Slash is always like, I was clean for like four months. He, I always got the impression that like Slash was clean a lot. He's always on fucking heroin. And yeah. it's always like, I was clean, I was clean, I was clean. He never talks about like going into the relapse. It was like, I had been clean for three months. That's how like every story starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah. So like, <laughs> it's like, so you were always well, for a year. I was high as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But then during this period, like Thanksgiving to New Year's Day, I was sober. Oh my god. <sighs> what insane? Okay. Let's see. This is Jay Bradley. Jay Bradley asks, you both seem pretty chill. Uh, what stresses out you out the most living and working in L.A., and how do you deal? The only reason I'm chill is a defense mechanism because I'm crazy uptight and crazy annoyed by everything. <laughs> so I've like, I have to be this chill or else I'll lose my mind. Now, what I- stresses me out the most? <laughs> Fucking everything. everything. Now, people are always talking about how laid back L.A. is. I'm from Southern Maryland. All right. Is that uh, laid back? You better fucking believe it, Buster. <laughs> laid back. I've never lived anywhere laid Dude, back. It's like it's small town. Okay, you're just chilling. Oh, you know, there's what? no, yeah. there's no, there's just not a lot of people there. There's not a lot. And there's to like worry lots about. of beautiful scenery and lots of water, and you're just chilling. Like, like you just like go fishing and shit. Okay, I had that once. We used to have to like find. Like angry music and stuff. We used to have to find things, stressful things stuff, right. externally. <laughs> Most stressful things were like just regular high school shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah, we didn't, that's we great. didn't know. So when I, everyone, when I came here for, you know, I came here in 97, and everyone was like, yeah, California's so laid back. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because like, all I'm doing is go, 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 like go. Screaming at people. <laughs> then I went to New York City, and I was like, oh. Worse? That's what everyone's comparing it to. Is that worse? It's a billion times worse. Okay. You, I've only been there once. Well, I, I didn't have the luxury of it having... It was too much for me. I didn't have the luxury of having my own place. Yeah. So oh I God. never felt comfortable. Yeah, that sounded terrible. I never felt comfortable uh-huh. in New York City because there was no place where I was like... Oh, Your whole oh. situation is literally like that nightmare I would wake up covered in sweat. Oh, I was dreaming that I didn't have a door where I was sleeping yeah, that's and people exactly. were always walking by yeah, and they could look at my shit. That's exactly how it was. And I, um, like, sometimes <laughs> it'll just hit me. I go, oh my God, I'm not in New York City anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is great. And then other times I'm like, man, I wish I could have just stuck it out. Because that was it. Like, that uh-huh. was it. Like, that's my trip to New York City. Right. I'm like, should have stuck it out a little bit longer. You think so? But I couldn't. Now, see, what happened was, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast. What happened was, I was living at that place mm-hmm. with, like, two roommates right. and a dog. And it was, like, this kind of weird thing where you had to walk through other people's apartments to get <laughs> in my apartment. And it cost 1000 a month to, like, live in this thing. <laughs> to do that. It's smaller than this room right here. Wow. And it wasn't like I could go in the living room. It wasn't like I could go in the kitchen because it was, like, other people's shit, basically. Oh, yeah. You were literally just I renting could go a in space? There, but I didn't feel comfortable in there. So that means I couldn't really cook my own food. I couldn't oh, anything. Oh, God. So you always ate out. So I had this girlfriend... This ex-girlfriend that I uh, that grew up out here in Woodland Hills, mm-hmm. and she moved to New York like ten years ago. This is the girl I walked out of Lord of the Rings with, right? Way back when. <laughs> so she works at this bar in Brooklyn, and I used to go over there and get like free drinks and stuff like this. 
And she goes, uh, yeah, my, my roommate's moving out. And uh, she's like, my boyfriend just broke up with me. And he moved out. And, and, I, and we were getting along like really well. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, you know, I'll just take the room. Just give me the room. She goes, oh, I don't think that would be a good idea. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. <sighs> then she like calls me up and she's like really selling me hard on this room. Oh. She's just like, I don't want anybody I don't know to move in. And I don't blame her. Like, why the fuck would you? Seriously. And I'm like, she just like sells me so hard. And it's way nicer. <laughs> it's, way, it's way nicer. And it's like $100 cheaper. Okay. And I go, yeah, all right. You know what? I'll, I'll take it. And then she's like, cool, I'll help you move. Blah, 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 blah. And then right as I'm supposed to move, it's – and by the way, when I told the other people I was moving out – They lose it? They, the, the girl like lost her mind. Because she was charging me like way more than what she was paying. Like my thousand dollars, like they depended on my thousand dollars. Now they they got to go through the stress of finding somebody else, and it most likely is going to be a stranger, which is fucking awful. Mm -hmm. Um, And they and what happened was one time a a girl came over to look at the apartment, and like her dog, uh, the girl's dog, what was her name, Heather. The girl's dog attacked a person coming to look at the apartment. Oh, nice. And then she had to go to like fucking. That's nice. They had to deal with like all that shit and the bills. Oh, like it and the bit hospital bills. Oh, there was it blood. Bit the girl and there, there was, was blood. blood and the girl went to the hospital. Oh, Jesus. Because oh. you couldn't bring anybody in this apartment because this dog would eat you alive, which is something they what didn't. What kind of dog? It's like some kind of boxer or like, something. Oh, yeah. It's some kind of dog they just found in the woods in Virginia. Oh. And they were like, this is our dog we now. Love dogs. And the thing is, <laughs> they didn't really tell me. About the dog. And I somehow I knew to like just like confront the dog and just be like, hey, what's up, dog? And go right up to the dog, pet right. the dog. And somehow I showed no fear towards this dog. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I was fine. The dog fucking loved me, actually. Oh, okay. He was like, oh, a dude's in the house. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah fuck yeah, 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 alpha yeah, male, yeah. you win. <laughs> yeah. But totally attacked this girl. Anyways, that's, I, I start calling. That's too good. I start t- calling this girl. Like, okay, you gonna help me move? Because she's got a car. Uh huh. She's just like, oh, well, I gotta work it too. Blah 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 blah. Wow. Blah blah blah. And it's like I'm having flashbacks from when we used to go out because she was a total fucking bitch. Oh. When we used to go out, I thought she like. So grew, she like bipolar. I thought she grew up. I thought I uh-huh. grew up. No, she's just a bitch. And she was <laughs> using me to get what she wanted, which is someone in the house the that's not a stranger. Sure. Uh-huh. And so she, the first day I'm there, I'm like cooking. And she comes in and she's just like, are you using my fucking butter? Blah, 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 blah. And just yelling and screaming at me all Whoa. the time. And it was just like when I was in Brian's office recently, I was like, oh, I can't live here. And I yeah. immediately called my friend Dave to like just kind of get it off my chest. And he goes, I'm getting rid of my car. Like, just buy my car for me. Is Dave the guy you rented the place from? Dave is this guy that used to live out here. He just moved, actually. But he lived out here, and now I went to high school with him. And oh, he lives sweet. in L.A. Okay. Or he did live in L.A. And he's like, I'm selling my car. Fucking take the car and get back here. Because that was the funny thing, like... Everyone back in LA was like, dude, just come the fuck home. What are right. you doing yeah, out there? Yeah, yeah, What are you doing in fucking New York? And I was like, uh, and I kept going through phases like where I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I got to fucking, tough it out, I got to do this. Out. I got to do this. And it was just miserable. Um, but yeah, that's ultimately what got me back was like moving in with that ex-girl, mm-hmm. which was like a totally dumb move. But I but was it like, but like she, she sold set me it on up. it. She yeah. sold me on it really hard. 
And I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. She put on and the then, cute and face. Then, and then I was just like, hey, it'll be and great. The, one of the mo- best times I had in New York is when she was showing the apartment around because all these like 25-year-old chicks, these hip Brooklyn chicks were coming over oh, to look at it. yeah. <laughs> wow. Just get a just a whiff of uh, youth on the air. Oh, oh, you smell so full of life. Oh, yeah, but I was... Uh, it's smooth skin. <laughs> God. You've never seen any girls till you've seen like Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. There's just like oh, I believe it. Thousands. There's always at least a hundred beautiful chicks in your eye line at once. It's fucking insane. It's unbelievable. Half of them have tattoos on their faces, but but whatever. You know, it's like you know the kids today. It's still a cute face. Kids today, it's still a. Cute oh, here's face. a good one from Darren Webster. Right. The aptly named, at the aptly named. After your comment about my spelling, I'm assuming you've never made a mistake. What's it like to be so fucking perfect? <laughs> I wasn't even mean. I wasn't even mean That's to this so kid. I wasn't even mean to this kid. Remember, he was like, He's I don't like, know if you remember this. You. It was he left like the H off a of has, so okay. it said as. It was like, has Craig ever been kicked out right. of the comedy club, oh, man? That's right. <laughs> Listen, dude. What's it like to Listen, be so dude. fucking <laughs> I'd love to tell you it's great, but it's a nightmare. Because oh, all I can do is make... I do I do, do this, Darren. I do pre-fruit my tweets. But I guess if you only have... Let's see. I guess if you only have 76, 75 followers, you don't really have to worry about that. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking on him. I would just feel ignorant. Oh, that's good. No. I don't even have that many followers compared to like. There's people that complain about. I only have like 25k. Yeah, these models do. Jesus. These models think they're really funny on Twitter, but like if there was no picture, and they're like, no, seriously, one nobody's shit. gonna go look at you. Have you listen? <laughs> Sean Stitchfield, uh, Glock Perfect writes. Have you ever excitedly waited for some hot dogs to cook, only discover your bread is moldy as hell? Yeah, you, you know scrape the mold off. That's no biggie. Oh, he's saying you cook it and then you have no bun because your bun's moldy? Is that what he's saying? I think he, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done it and then you look and you go, fuck, we don't have any bread. I'll tell you what buns. I did the other night. I'm fucking, I'm sitting here watching TV. I, 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 uh, I'm eating cheese out of my refrigerator. I see this mold on it. I just cut the fucking mold out. Yeah. And I get on with my life. Absolutely. There's your answer. Uh, Matt's. Cypert at Matt Cypert writes, whilst you may be your baby's father, who's your daddy? John Fulcheron. Yeah. His name is Ken. His questions are too easy. Uh, Will Fowler at Will underscore the Beast. <laughs> Will the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> is there any downside to being that handsome? Um, mm, it's, it's rough. I wish I wish I was that handsome. Fucking A. Okay. Jim Fernandez at Jim Fernandez. Good handle, writes. <laughs> Picture of Jim Fernandez. Way to go, Jim. You're a step ahead of the game. I've seen those lately. People have been putting up their face. <laughs> How did you meet Wendell? I, I think we've been over this. Like Randy used to skate with Wendell and went to high school with Wendell. Mm-hmm. And then when me and Randy were roommates in like 99... 2000. The reason we got Wendell as a roommate, we had a three-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. My friend Christian moved out. Now, it was only $1,000. Yeah. 
The whole place? The whole place. What year was this? This is like 2001, Where were you living, dude? Right down the street here. Are you fucking kidding me? It was like less than $1,000. And me and Randy were so dumb. Was it someone dying there? No, dude. Prices were just better back then. Fucking A they were. And this this neighborhood wasn't as trendy back then. It was just starting to get trendy. Like Los Feliz was the trend. I pined for the good old days. So me and Randy decided. Did you see my face just light the fuck? What a, huh? Me and Randy decided we couldn't pay four hundred seventy-five dollars for rent, <laughs> so we fucking we hired Wendell. I was gonna say. So then we only had to pay like three hundred and twenty dollars a piece. <clears throat> um. Yeah. <laughs> Randy was always like, "Get her alone to my friend Wendell. He's a fucking nuts." Blah blah blah. And whenever I met him, I'm like, "What's the big deal?" <laughs> Okay. Uh, Alex Gorman at underscore Tesd TSD writes I ask every time but you never answer when is Jay Larson or Ryan Sickler going to be on the full charge power hour they've been I on no they've both been on dude the fuck you talking about don't get pushy with me Alex hey hey Alex hey Barry at B232 writes do you guys pattern your styles after any comics or are you the ODB of comedy <laughs> Uh, I don't. I, I don't I, think know, I rip anybody I, off. I, I patterned my comedy off every fucking comedian ever. Mostly there's, like yeah. There's no doubt that like I've regular, stolen a little something from everybody. Mostly like um, '80s comics. I know every uh, every uh, fucking commercial audition I've ever done is me doing my best John Belushi. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Any more original? This is from the half charge. At is Jose that, Texter, <laughs> that's his name. Who he's some, he was somebody else last week. Now he's the half charge. I guess he's my new opening act. Uh, he writes. Any more original rap songs coming out soon? I think I have one here. If you'll bear with me, uh, I haven't heard this yet. Do you? I think so. Who mixed it? Or when I went to Oregon in September. Right before I taped, this is the part of the job I hate. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend uh, Brandon McCurry, aka MC Curry, uh, we used to have a band called the Kevin Murphys, mm-hmm. which was named after a bully in high school. <laughs> that's right. I'm ready to talk about um, the Kevin Murphys. That's, that's so, so obnoxious, isn't it? It's so and we ran into him at a party. We're like, "Guess what our band is called?" He's like, "What?" Like the Kevin Murphys. And then like we did our rap songs for him. And like we were making fun of his mom being a whore and stuff. Oh, and shit. And he was like, hey. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we were so obnoxious, man. Oh. It was so fucking funny. I would, I would love to be that young and obnoxious again. Mm. It's tough being old and obnoxious. Yeah, you just really come off as a dick. Let's see. Brandon, where the fuck you at, dude? It's just my manager hitting me up for commissions. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, where's my 10%? You're like, $1,000? Really, dude? Uh, it's not in the bank. I can tell you. <laughs> oh, some of it went to rent. Ralph has some of it. It's out there somewhere. All right. Let's see what this sounds like. It's going now. So, Kevin Murphy was pissed at you. Yes. And you were dressed up like a knight, weren't you? Yes, I You had a crown on and a 
cape. That's right. And a wand. That's right. All right. Totally. And, but you also wearing shorts. That's right. And it's payback. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but some girl had my hat. Yeah. My, my jean and skateboarding hat. Blue jean and skateboarding hat. Yeah. And um, he took it, knew it was mine, ripped the back, and he put well, it Hold on, hold on. You ready, MC Curry? I'm ready, Soul Train. Let's squeeze this out like a tuba bank. Okay. You may have heard the rumors, yeah, I'm here to say the <laughs> truth. Gets out a pen and a paper, and he writes, Hey, Murph, lacrosse sucks my dick. We're grown up and we went from boys to man gents. Oh. We're the Kevin Murphys and we're back with a vengeance. A vengeance. A vengeance. Okay, yeah, we can't release that. Oh. That's like way off beat. I've got to go back to Oregon and do Are that on beat. Soul Train? Because we, we were just doing it. Like I was just doing it like one line at a time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you just got to edit it together. Sure. <laughs> but I think there's only so much you can do <laughs> to make that magic. <laughs> with uh, a Kevin Murphy's, and we're back with a vengeance. Ugh. God, your mom was a dick. I promise you, we were better than that back in the day. But we took a 15 year hiatus. He's good. I was fucking terrible, which is funny because I have like rapping in my comedy act. You think I'd be good at it, right? <laughs> Okay, this is a weird one. North A. How do you how do you pronounce oh, angry this? North. Yeah, it's, it's like it's got the e on the end of it. So how do you pronounce? Yeah, that? I think it's just North. Any I, triumphant or suicidal ga- gambling stories? Uh, no, my only triumphant gambling story is I don't gamble that much, so mm-hmm. I usually win like slot machines or whatever. But it's only like twenty five dollars, so it ain't that triumphant. Yeah, no, I uh, gambled in high school for a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. We had this class where our uh, our teacher was uh, had. This is horrible. He had, <laughs> he had cerebral palsy, <laughs> and so you know he like walked on the crutches with yeah. his hand, you know, because yeah. his legs were bent. Yes, and so he would have to leave during class, right? And he would be gone for like good fifteen minutes, right? And it was just the whole classroom was just half of it was just fuck ups like right almost yeah it was high school <laughs> yeah good point <laughs> <laughs> so it was all my stoner buddies who we go smoke weed in the dugouts before yeah. the class right and then go into this class and then you're like da 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 doing your work and then he gets up to leave and as soon as he left it was like. Fucking mayhem. There's, yeah. There's one group of kids. They're up looking for answers for the test on Friday. Right. Then there's like the three kids who are in it to win it. And yeah. they're just like, ugh. And then this whole other side just turned into a gambling hall. Yeah. Where you like, <laughs> people are pitching dimes. And then you have people uh, dropping dollars. You ever seen that where you, uh, you, you call odd or even? Uh-huh. And so you both drop your dollar bills. Yeah. And if it's both heads or both tails, <laughs> you win if you call even. Right? So, dude. And then other kids are playing cards. It was ridiculous. Just like smoking cigars and shit. Yeah, seriously. And then... He'd start because the bathroom was at the end of the hall. Yeah, and then you there's the lookout, and yeah. so he's looking out, and he's just like twenty hobbles, fifteen hobbles. Right. I mean, that's steps, how close he is. Yeah, that's how close he's getting. Right. I mean, you could really keep that going right up to about six right. to and five then hobbles, time. and then bam! Then it's time to grab the money and run. Fuck yeah! And everybody's back, quiet. <laughs> that was hilarious. And so I remember that. I won a grip. I won like 25, 30 bucks right, right. in one quick setting. Yeah. And he was 10 hobbles out. And I just said, oh, 
And I just grabbed all my money and was out. Right. And I just remember Clint was just like, you fucking motherfucker. You can't fucking back out now, bitch. Fuck that shit. Because, you know, he lost a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. He wanted it back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, dude, it's gambling, bro. I'm up. Why would I keep? Why would I keep playing to lose it all? Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to lose money before lunch. Either. Yeah, and he's one of those dudes like, oh, I want to get it back, and I'm right. like, yeah, uh, it's gambling. I want to win it, and I did. I'm out. That's how the games played, dude. You learned a lot in high school today. You're fucking a. You're gonna lose money gambling. <laughs> we we had this one thing where um, I forget what it was like a half day or something, mm-hmm. and the teacher said to all of us, we were about to go to lunch. She goes, hey, at lunch you can. You can't get a full meal. You can only get snacks. I don't know why the fuck she said that. I think because we were eating in the classroom or something. Mm-hmm. This little this little kid. We were all little. We were in the fifth grade. Sure. <laughs> he was even smaller. <laughs> and you know, half these kids are like farmers and shit. Like sure. farmer sons or something. He comes back in. Like most of, most of us are back in the classroom. He comes back in. <laughs> Full lunch. He's like this is he's like this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the teacher like he doesn't see it, but the teacher walks in behind him. Right. He goes, Man, she would only get let us get snacks, that fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking grabbed him and took him oh, to the fucking principal's fuck house. She did. <laughs> It was like it was one of those <sighs> moments in life where you want to be like, don't do don't it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you also don't know what he's gonna do. Where you can tell something was coming. Yeah, I have no clue he was gonna curse, man. <laughs> I'm That's that like kid. a big deal when like when you're a kid, like cursing I've in school. Cursed out teachers. It was That's not so cool. Funny. Not cool. I feel like an asshole now. Still, <laughs> my one friend was like, on the last day of school. This is in the fourth grade. He's like, on the last day of school, I'm gonna cuss out. Mrs. Owens. Sure. And I'm like, what do you mean? Cuss out. He's like, sweet. I never heard the expression before. I'm like, what are you talking about? So what? You just like say curse words to her? He's like, yeah, yell at her. And I say curse words. Run it down. Run it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. (laughs) He fucking never did it. Of course he he did it. Pussed out. Yeah, I did, uh, I did one of those where the teacher busted me on what something. And I just did one of those, yeah, well, fuck you, fuck this class. Like, just totally immature shit. Yeah, yeah. On my way to the office anyway. Right. For several times. And I did the push the door open hard. Yeah. And then tried to slam it, but it was one of those air doors. Right. So you, like, just. And it's just going to slowly. Just slowly closes. And you're like, but you know what I meant. Exactly. We're we're uh, me and Wendell are gambling on the on the Oscars. Okay, <laughs> we're like betting, like you know, on like Some who's going to win. You're laying money down. When did you realize adults are generally a depressing bunch? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really. When know. I became one, I think I knew it. I was working. Um, <coughs> I was working at Taco Bell when I was 17, mm-hmm. and the manager was just like, he just looks so bummed out. He looked tired, and he right? goes, yeah. "All right, Matt." Mop the floor. <laughs> and I go, all right. Because I wasn't depressed yet. Right. I was like, all right. Right. And he goes, you ever mopped the floor before? I'm like, nah. And he's like, <sighs> let me show you how. I've got to show you how. <laughs> he just looks so bummed. Because we had like, this is like, 
Taco Bell in Southern Maryland, we mm-hmm. didn't have. I remember when I went to get the job, my friend Joe was like, "I'm going to work at Taco Bell." Now I was a lifeguard; I had it easy. It's the best job Certainly going. Certainly, you did. But he's like, "I'm going to work at Taco Bell." I'm like, "Cool, I'll go work at Taco Bell too." <laughs> and I remember talking to the woman that was like the like the main manager. And sure. She's like, "This town." She's like smoking at the interview. <laughs> she's like this town needs. She's like, "We got a McDonald's. We got a Burger King. We got this. We got that. This town needs." A Taco Bell. Needs a Taco Bell. I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. Of I'm on board. I'm on board. Let's do this shit. Um, <sighs> I forget my point. Oh, the point is, like, Taco Bell opens up in St. Mary's County. Mm-hmm. The whole big deal. Fucking world shows up. Yep. There's lines out the fucking yep. door. Everyone, I'm sitting there, and they didn't even have time to train me. I'm just standing in the kitchen. Like, every once in a while, they'd send me out to clean the parking <laughs> sure. lot. Yeah. They couldn't think of anything. But I've I'm seen just that happen. There. I've seen the Taco Bell phenom happen. Everywhere I ever went to middle school with is just like showing up. I'm like, what's up, Sarah? What's so going like, on? Dude, you work here. Yeah. So, and then once I became, once I started doing open mics, that's when I realized it was normal for grown-ups to be depressed. Because that's what like a lot of the shit was about, like failure mm-hmm. and depression. I think, uh, actually, in, in Bakersfield, I'd, I'd had several teachers, not just one. Several teachers, like junior high <laughs> through high school, tell us this is the worst school <laughs> in the city. You'll be lucky if you make it. Right. And they were like, you guys, I had one teacher like, write down what you want to be in the future. Yeah. And I wrote up my thing. I wrote actor. Yeah. Comedian. Yeah. Musician. Right. She read it and she goes... Mr. Coleman, <laughs> never. This is never going to happen. None of this. She's just like, fuck you, dreams crushed. That's a whole, that's beyond depression. Isn't it? That's like just, just shitting on kids that want to do stuff. Dude. And it's totally because, like, they, she, she, she got on you the worst, right? Oh, she get on yeah, you the yeah, worst yeah. for she that. She hated me the worst. Yeah, absolutely. but she got. But but out of that whole exercise, that she she, she, she shit on you the worst. Cr- yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Godecky, what a sweet. Yeah, because I don't think uh, teaching was her first fucking choice. <laughs> so then you got to just. Fucking, neither was Bakersfield. You just got to shit on people. She's probably like, I'm a fucking lesbian. I'm stuck in this town. Fucking a man. <laughs> She's one of those kind of people. Ah. <sighs> Oh, yeah, okay. The half charge. Jose Texter is like our main fucking correspondent. <laughs> um, corn stories. Mm hmm. Do you have any that are worth sharing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of the uh, insider stories. I keep right. that shit to myself. No, I would never, I would, I would cut it out if you did because those are your friends and. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason I can you know, still hang yeah, out with those exactly. guys. You passed the test, others right. have failed. Exactly. There's uh there was one time when I was at uh, one of the studios where they were recording. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people realize this, but a lot of the LA recording studios, they're in a shitty neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There's no front door ever. Right. You know, you don't just walk in, "Hey, I'm here for It's always like a fucking ivy-covered wall. Yeah. That you don't even see an entrance. There's like usually just a little the button yeah. to call. And they're like, "Hello." And you're like, "Yeah, I'm here, Craig Coleman." It's real shitty. Yeah, and and um, Dave Grohl was talking about like when they were recording Nevermind, mm-hmm. way out in Van Nuys or whatever. Yeah. which Van Nuys is just fucking shitty across the board. Sure, 
there's like Nirvana was there. Of course, they weren't big yet, but Nirvana but was there. But there's other big bands and like there. Ozzy Osbourne was yeah. there, and Lemmy was there. Right. And they were all there, and it was a fucking shithole. Yeah, a total <laughs> shithole. But inside, you know, you'll say like, oh, I'm here to see Corn, Craig right. Coleman, and the, and the, which, the gate opens, and it's a fucking oasis inside, which, usually. Which, where the, we had a... We had a rehearsal space when we had a band, me, you, and John. Oh, that was a shithole. That was a shithole. And how do we fucking get that? Was that your friend's hookup or yeah, something? Yeah, it was my friends from Alaska. Cause, okay. Uh, they had a band in Alaska. They were the rock band. They were like yeah. the rock, hip-hop band. Okay. They were the cool fucking guys. Gotcha. And then we were the punk rock band and scene. Right. I mean, right. literally, that they were it. that scene. We were the punk rock <laughs> scene and the two bands that opened up for us. Right. And then when we all broke up, all those kids that used to come to our shows had to get bands because they're like, there's no fucking scene. Right. So every like five to six years, you lose your whole scene. Right. They had to make their own. Everybody moves. So I went to see, hang out with Corn one day, and me and Brian are standing outside, and fucking Dave Grohl pulls in. Oh, no kidding. And Brian just looks at me. You know, he's the guitarist in Corn. Right. They're still at their height at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls in, he goes, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> So it's fucking Dave Grohl, bro. Holy shit. And we were both like, no way. Right. Just fucking geeking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we go back to their studio. He goes, he looks over at me. This is what I loved about Brian, dude. Yeah. Like, he enjoyed being a rock star. Right, 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 right. Before he went off the deep end. Sure. Found Jesus and okay. left corn. Yeah. And he was just like, hey, dude, you want to go meet uh, fucking Dave Grohl? And I go, yeah, is that possible? Right. And, I, and then the whole way, I'm just like, just be cool, be cool. Right, He's right, a right. Person, right. It's just Dave Grohl. He just happened to drum for Nirvana. Yeah, no big deal. Because yeah. I'd also seen uh, Chris Novoselic walk by. Yeah, but at the same time, the engineer that was working for Corn looked just like Chris Novoselic. So you didn't think much of it. I didn't think. It, I thought it was the engineer. Gotcha. But then when I saw Dave Grohl, I go, "Fuck! I missed my chance to meet Chris." <laughs> so we walk over and we walk in. <laughs> And Tenacious D's in there with David Grohl, right? Right. <laughs> like Kevin and right. fucking Jack Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Black's like, he's shorter than me. Yeah, I've seen him before. And I fucking, I'm standing there and uh, Brian goes, hey, I'm Brian. And he's like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up, Brian? Right. Dave Grohl's coolest motherfucker Yeah, he seems world. really cool, yeah. And then, uh, he's, yeah, this is my friend Craig. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> and Dave's all, hey, Craig, this is Jack. And I'm just like, hey, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking Am I supposed weird. to pretend like I don't know who this exactly, is? Exactly, dude. You're literally just <laughs> pretending that you don't know who all the... Hey, like the coolest people this year are in the same room. And this is Lemmy. <laughs> yeah. And this is Axel. This is Slash. Much. And then Dave fucking... <clears throat> he just came and hang out. Really? Him and his buddy just came and hang out, hung out with us. Right. And like, so I didn't drink because I make it... I'll at some point make a complete fucking ass. Right, right. I, I knew if I had one and a half beers, it would be like, dude, Nirvana was awesome. I just knew that was going to happen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and that was the only thing I did not want to happen. Right. So then Dave busts out with uh, his buddy goes, hey, dude, tell him the Aussie story. Yeah. And, you know, and we all like, oh, ooh, everybody lit up. Like, Aussie yeah. story. Yeah. And he goes, all right. All right, this is an insider Ozzy story. Yeah. That he goes, all those cool stories you've heard about Ozzy, no one's ever heard this one. Yeah. And we're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I hope I haven't told this one on the... I don't think so. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is... this is So, 
Ozzy's in Germany, and, uh, and the city has voted to give him a key to the city. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so, like, the whole fucking town came. There's, like, like 15,000 people. Right. Or more, just piled up to see this right, shit. Right, right, right. What's it, where is it? And it's somewhere, like, cold Germany or okay, some shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so, Ozzy gets up there to... Uh, to get get his key to the city, and the fucking the mayor or you know whatever yeah. they're called over there, right? He's like, well, the people of the city have decided to give you this yeah. key to our city, right? And the guy's like, I personally disagree <laughs> and don't think you deserve this, right? <laughs> to, to Ozzy, okay. And so Ozzy gets on the mic, <laughs> whole fucking town's excited as yeah, shit, yeah. right? He goes, oh, you don't think I'm that fucking great? You guys kill five million fucking Jews, and I'm a goddamn bad guy. <laughs> I'm going all the rails on a crazy train. Oh, God, I fucking love that. That's Coming so from awesome. Dave Grohl, even. I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. yes. <laughs> when they were on the, um, like, they had like a 20-year Nevermind's kind of interview with Jon Stewart and the rest of their surviving members of Nirvana. Oh, I never saw that. And they were talking about how they were in that, that studio that Dave Grohl did a documentary on recently. Uh-huh. And they're all just fucking around because they were just like a dumb punk rock band. They didn't expect to be Nirvana. No. And um, they're just like, they had written Ozzy on, all, on their knuckles, like Ozzy's <laughs> tattoo. Right. And they're playing pool in like the common room. Right. And like Ozzy just walked in. He walks in. I felt like an asshole. So he was like so embarrassed. Dude. I bet he was. <laughs> and Ozzy's just like, oh yeah, right, yeah. fuck it. That's so weird though. <sighs> that when Nirvana, when Nevermind was being made next door, Ozzy was making that album that was like, put your hand in the bush. Yeah, the, Mama, I'm coming home. That's insane. And that's probably why Lemmy was there. They said Lemmy was there wearing like Daisy Duke shorts. D- and- dude. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, how do you even sleep after seeing that? You're like, oh. I, uh, when we went to see our friends, a different band at uh, their recording studio yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, fucking, you know, you're walking toward their studio, and Stevie Nicks is just sitting there eating a fucking sandwich, and you're like, dude, Stevie motherfucking wow. Nicks. Somebody's off cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> eating again, Stevie? <laughs> Gypsy. <sighs> All righty. I think that's going to do it for us. I don't think... Um, hey, I'll give one last good... Go ahead. Or I don't even know if it's good. It's a funny story. Do you, hey, listen. The people listening to this, they, they, they want to hear more. Excellent. Excellent. So, so I'm at James's, James, a.k.a. Monkey, shit yeah, for uh, yeah. the guitarist house. Were you friends with him, too? Like, who did you grow up with? Brian? I um, knew Brian probably since I was like... We were like hanging out at keg parties at 14. Okay. You know, and then uh, James, I met probably when we were like eighteen. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I, I knew David. It must have been weird to see them like just like kind of blow up. Like you know that. what? I didn't know how big they were. Yeah. Until like we, me and Karen came to L.A. They picked us up at the airport and like, hey, you want to go see Deftones tonight? And I'm yeah. Like, Fuck yeah! <laughs> I want to see the Deftones. Yeah. Shit. Right. And when we pulled up out front, it's at the Palladium. Yeah. Like all these kids out there to see the Deftones, they're like, fucking cool! And they just go nuts. And I go, whoa! And Brian looks at me and goes, yeah, right? He goes, that crazy dude? And I was like, dude, you guys are huge. He goes, yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, have it last week. It's amazing. <laughs> dude. 
And then James was hanging out with us. Uh, you know, we were just down in front. Yeah. Or just off to the side or whatever. But the lights were still out. And he was like, oh, I should get, I should get out of here. And I didn't understand yeah. even what he meant. And yeah. then all of a sudden the show ends and the lights come on. Yeah. And people just turn around and they're like, dude. <laughs> Monkey and just I was like, oh fuck, how are we gonna get out of here? Yeah, and he had this panic look on his face, like I'm with Coleman and Karen. He's like, she's like a waif, right? And right. Coleman's just yeah, he's excited. He just saw the death yeah. tones. Uh, Coleman, you've just been hired as my bodyguard, dude. He Take got, care of this. He just got fucking surrounded. Wow. Yeah, and so eventually I just like looked at my wife. I go, I think I should grab him or something. Yeah. And then we just fucking right. made our way out. Right. But yeah, that was insane. So we're at his house. He's having a party. And they have uh, Danny Ham Cam Hamilton. He's like, he's always hung out with the man. Uh-huh. We've known him since fucking junior high. He's the Ricky pal of corn. Totally. They just take care of him. <laughs> All right. right. And, yeah. and fucking Danny's the shit. He's, right. He's fucking awesome. So we're standing there and Danny's like, hey, dude. He's all, um, it's me, Danny, and this other dude. Yeah. I thought it was the drummer from Deftones because he looked like the drummer right, from right, Deftones. Right. He's all, what do you think of Incubus? Uh-huh. And I was like, eh. Yeah. They're kind of weak. Yeah. You know, so their singer's too fucking pretty for me. You know right. when you go into like over exclamation, yeah, explanation? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you just start yeah. shitting on something <laughs> hard. <laughs> so I just, I like tore Incubus apart. You're like pouring ketchup and mustard on your Seriously, foot. Dude. On your shoe. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> And then after I get done, he goes, "Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know you had such a strong opinion, yeah. Craig. Uh, this is da da da. He's the drummer for Incubus." And I just looked at him like, "Hey, dude!" And he just fucking fell out laughing. He's all, "It's cool, dude." He's all, "You didn't say shit about the drummer." <laughs> oh. But that is kind of a setup because you don't think Incubus is going to be hanging with those guys. Fuck no. Incubus fucking sucks. They're weak compared to Korn. They're horrible. How they ever became That's popular on any level. They also don't sound – they're weak, but they don't sound good either. They don't write good songs or anything. I didn't think I just said so. the same thing. Fuck Incubus, man. Exactly. When that shit, that's one of those bands that like, like Linkin Park, when it comes on, I'm just like Turn scrambling. it off. To just right. any button yeah. I can find Absolutely, to get rid of dude. fucking Incubus. Absolutely. Ugh. And they still play that shit on the radio. I can't believe it, man. Yeah. They still tour every now and then. <sighs> so that was a good moment. Well, I hit to end on a downer, but Incubus is still out there and we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go fight Incubus. Um, Come see me at the Irvine. No, you can't do that. Come see me at Nut Street Comedy Club in Wilmington, North Carolina. And uh, I got a bunch of shows I'm doing with Burt Kreischer uh, on the website, thefullcharge.com. And if you live in Anchorage, I'm going with my boy Tosh up to Anchorage on March 8th. Yeah, well. Good times. Where are you playing? uh, Something that Tosh plays. I assume it's not going to be a bar. Yeah. I assume it's going to be big. Yeah, I imagine. Maybe the um, Sullivan Arena. Yeah, something like that. Um, buy the CD, donate, blah, blah, blah. I think we did get a donation from a Kim. Yes, we did. Hey, that's my, uh, that's my old sweetheart from high school. Are you kidding me? No, that's the one I told the, the, the we went to the Mason ceremony and watched her do the thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. girl. Yeah, no, I, she, she wrote me on uh, Facebook. Excellent. Because we totally gave props to her for giving 
such a nice donation. Ah, good, good. Yeah. Was it sweet? It was pretty good. Excellent. Yeah, it was great. Next time, Kim, you could just send that to Craig Coleman. Uh, I'm in Newport Beach. Send me a message. I'll give you my address. Just give it straight to Craig. <laughs> thanks for coming out, y'all. Yeah, thanks for listening. Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage. Eating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour.